Welcome to the South Canadian Valley Church of Christ podcast. Please enjoy the following study. Hi, good evening to everybody. It's great to see everybody here and in person. I love seeing every single one of you because I've seen faces on the computer all, all the church services so far, besides the past week or so. But it's great to see every single one here and all those who are watching online right now. But tonight, we're going to talk about Matthew's chapter 8 and 9. And it follows right after Mike's uh, sermon last week, Sermon on the Mount. And it's just a bunch of miracles that we'll kind of discuss. We'll talk about similarities between all of them and how we apply it to ourselves. So the first miracle that it talks about in chapter 8 is about the leper. When Jesus comes down off the mountain, the leper approaches him says, If you will, make me clean. And Jesus simply responds saying, I will be clean. It's a very simple, very short stated um, occurrence in the Bible. But I've always taken from this, the leper, he could have simply just sat there by himself, feeling bad for himself. But instead, he saw Jesus, he turned to him, and he put his trust in him. He had his faith in him, and Jesus cleansed him. Now, the second one, if you go um, Matthew 8, if you drop down to verse 5. So, the centurion, there we go. Uh, when he had entered Capernaum, a centurion, which is a leader of a hundred men, he came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying, paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, uh, Jesus said to, centur- to the centurion, I will come and heal him. But the centurion applied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. So Jesus offered to come and heal him, but the centurion, we know that he had an understanding of some sort of who Jesus was because he knew he was not worthy to have him in his own home. So if you continue in verse 9, it says, For I too am a man under authority, with soldiers under me, And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, I say, come, and he comes. To my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly, I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. So now if you go down, let's jump down to 13. Uh, says, and to the centurion, Jesus said, go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. The part that sticks out to me personally about this occurrence is in verse 13, where it says, let it be done for you as you have believed. And so you'll kind of notice that's what we're going to talk about tonight, just throughout, is Believing God, believing in him, trusting him, that he will take care of us. And yeah, so let's go to verse 19. Uh, Sorry, let's go to 18, actually. 
Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders for them to go to the other side. And a scribe came up to him and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Then Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So if we choose to follow God, to truly follow God, we will not be having our focus on earthly pleasures, uh, our possessions, things that we have, or entertainment or anything like that. We'll be focused purely on God himself. And so, but if we do have, if we do choose to follow him, we'll be rewarded with stuff that's so much greater than anything we can have on earth. Following God is how, yeah, following, yeah. Following God is what we need to do instead of following those earthly pleasures. And after that, one of the disciples uh, says, Lord, let me go bury my father. Then Jesus says, follow me and leave the dead uh, to bury their own dead. Having funerals is uh, one thing we're accustomed to when we want to say goodbye to somebody after they die. It is, it's generally very important to each and one of us, but Jesus telling him to come and not bury his father, that's one way we can see that Jesus is so much more important than anything else that we do on this earth. So the next one that we want to talk about is when Jesus was on the boat with his disciples. There was, they all got on a boat together, and there was a storm that came over, and the waves were rocking it back and forth, and the disciples, they thought they were going to die. They thought they were going to perish. And Jesus, he was asleep on the boat, which personally, I couldn't stay asleep, but <laughs> um, the disciples, they were afraid, so they went and woke him up um, because they knew that they couldn't survive. They thought they couldn't survive the storm, but Jesus was on board, and they trusted him. So they called to him for help, and that is when Jesus, he came out, and he said to the, he rebuked the winds and the seas, and there was a great calm, as it says. And they marveled at him after that. Like, it's amazing. I, I still can't even imagine. You I can picture it, but you can't really fathom of it being done. So let's go to chapter 9 now, and starting in verse 1. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And, then, and when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. And then he said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. 
When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God, who had given such authority to men. So the scribes that were there, they did not initially believe that Jesus was who he said he was. They thought he was blaspheming. But whenever he told the paralytic to get up and walk, and he did it, everybody was awestruck. And it says that they, the crowd, they were afraid, but it's not really like an afraid for their life. It's more of a reverence and respect kind of uh, fear. And we see that because they immediately glorified God. Because if you were afraid for your life, you wouldn't glorify him. You would be running away. At least I, I would. Um, so these are just the ones that I talked about tonight. And what we take from this is the similarities is that they had trust in Jesus. When they thought they had nowhere to go, they trusted God. They may have tried other things like the leper. They may have gone to healers, doctors, medicine workers, whatever you want to call them at the time. They, they didn't heal him. And he saw Jesus and turned to him, and he was cleansed immediately. The ones that were paralyzed, they could get up and walk. The blind man, he could see. The people trusted in Jesus to be able to do these things when they had nowhere else to turn, and they were healed. And this is what we apply to ourselves, is that a lot of times we go through hard times. Like right now, a lot of people are going through a hard time mentally. We can't fix that ourselves, our our mental sickness, our physical sickness, injuries, spiritual sicknesses. We need to put our faith in God rather than man because man can't fix us. Yeah, we can use each other to help us. Like we can help grow with each other towards God, but we ourselves cannot fix ourselves. The only one that can fix us spiritually is God. So whenever we are faced with these afflictions, one thing that we can do is pray. That is one thing that is a great tool for us. We, at least I, I get bogged down in the times. And I, there's times where I go through where I don't pray very often at all. And I get stuck in the stuck in a rut, basically. And then it just clicks for me is I need to study God's word, uh, pray constantly, and God helps you. You can pray to help, pray to help you help others. Pray with each other. And God can help build you up. So if there's anybody here that maybe they are, maybe you are having difficulty spiritually, physically, emotionally, we are here and we designate this time that we have coming up is 
to pray with one another, to pray to God and so that we may be healed. Like I said, God is the only one that can help heal us personally. And so, yeah, if there's anybody here that does need prayers or if you just want to talk and you don't feel like coming up, talk to somebody because each and every single one of us is willing to talk to you and help you pray with you and build that relationship with you even further. So, yeah, if there's anybody here and you're willing to come forward, please come forward while we stand and sing our song. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. For further information about our church, please go to normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com.